Hello and welcome to Essex by the Sea. I'm Owen Ward, exploring the Essex coast, finding out about the amazing and interesting stories it has to offer. Today I'm at the very eastern tip of Canvey Island with quite spectacular views out across the estuary. I'm here at the National Coast Watch Institution here on Canvey Island and Graham Harris is the station manager and joins me now. Graham, thank you so much for uh, welcoming me to uh, the station here on Canvey. You're very welcome. Owen. Now this brilliant vantage point uh, is, is great clearly to uh, watch the coast but what are you actually watching for? We're watching for anybody, any vessel or person or or animal that's in trouble at sea or along the shoreline and then if we spot something we plot where it is we report direct to Dover Coast Guard who then will deploy whatever assets required to suit the relevant incident at the time. Now we are looking out over the estuary as we're recording this the uh, the tide is very much out to be honest I, I can barely see where the river is I, all I can see is a vast void of of mud I mean is this a particularly busy stretch of coastline? Uh, it can be a very busy coastline because you, uh, for commercial traffic you've got Tilbury docks and you've got the new DP World docks so you've got the, the massive uh, seagoing containers coming down there and also I have the craft going down to Port of London and also um, from a uh, public point of view, there's lots of incidents uh, because it's very busy. There's eight yacht clubs within visual range of us here. And they've also you've got Lee, uh, Westcliff, Beaches, Southend, etc. Uh, in front of us, you can't quite see at the moment because of the mist is Southend Pier. And the RNLI station on Southend Pier is the busiest coastal station in the country. You're all volunteers, is that right? Everybody's a volunteer. Um, most of us do one four-hour watch a week, uh, some do more. Uh, nobody at NCI, even at headquarters, receives a salary. And we live off the... We, we are funded by the community that we serve. People might be wondering then, we've heard of the Coast Guard. What's the difference between the Coast Guard and the National Coast Watch? How was it founded? Right. Uh, many moons ago, the government decided to get rid of all Coast Guard stations that kept a visual watch only. And then in 1994, some Cornish fishermen got into trouble in front of the now disbanded Coast Guard station at Bass Point, and two of them drowned. And the locals decided to man it voluntarily, and they did a deal with National Trust, who were the owners. They paid a peppercorn rent uh, and re- refurbished it, and then that was the start of Coast Watch. So today there are 58 stations around the country. The nearest one to us here is at Thorpe Bay. This network of stations then keep, keep a watcher across the coast. As I look out here, there's, there's not too much to see. There's the odd bird and, and stuff. But, but, I mean, you know, how busy? Is there sort of something every day or uh, sort um, of every we, every week? Yeah. We, we keep a log of everything that passes us. And, and the main reason for that is, uh, say, I yacht decides to leave um, Catherine's lo- uh, in South London and wants to go down to Rochford or somewhere and it never arrives... Coast Guard says anybody seen it, we could look at our log and say it passed us at such and such, so don't look uh, towards London, look out to sea somewhere. It narrows down the search pattern, things like that. And uh, we can get, we record the local uh, weather. So if someone says, uh, oh, my ship was damaged in the hurricane six weeks ago, and we go, well, well actually, <laughs> that's not what we've got. You sailed past us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two days ago, yeah. yeah. 
With the variety of vessels then that are using this stretch of the River Thames and the Essex coast, it must then be quite a, a variety and, and actually quite enjoyable to uh, literally watch the boats sail past. It can be. This time of year, you'll probably sometimes you'll get uh, four or five commercial vessels. Uh, another day you'll get 20 commercial vessels. During the summer, uh, during the peak period, you could have 80 uh, sailing uh, yachts out there uh, just sailing around which mm. you know that's all and sometimes you might get a, f- a squadron of 40 white Bermuda sloops coming from a place in Netherlands for a weekend in uh, London and then you've got to log all the one of those <laughs> you can be quite busy do you yeah. get any advance warning that they're coming I mean do, do Some, you have to get not, the extra really. log books out <laughs> no we, we have advance warning if there's going to be a race or something connected to one of the but this station or you know near because we're on the island yacht club etc but uh, not from far away um, you get the odd uh, military vessels coming through as well, so it's all it can be very interesting. But uh, the more we, the nearer we get to summer, the busier we're going to get in, in monitoring. Today it's sunny weather. There's not a cloud in the sky, but it is a little bit misty out uh, on the horizon. As you said, you, we can't quite see Southend Pier. No, I'm looking out. I can't quite see it uh, in the mist. But on a clear day, when visibility is good, I mean, how far can you actually see? We could see uh, the. Uh, Wind farm, 17 nautical miles away, which is about the far as we can see. Uh, and that's uh, a, a visual range, but we've also got powerful binoculars um, and also CCTV to help us. Well, that's something I did notice um, in the uh, Blue Hut. Uh, I hope you don't mind me calling it a hut. It's a station. It's a station um, that's got this v- brilliant vantage point out across the estuary. Um, it's quite, quite high-tech inside. Yes, uh, the future's high-tech. I mean... If we just sat here with a pair of binoculars, I can't see, because um, basically Canby Island is an island, so I've got a camera at the uh, Benfleet Yacht Club, which is uh, to our left, uh, looking down towards Two Tree Island. Mm-hmm. I've got a camera on top of our mast that covers from Two Tree Island down to South End Pier, across the Sheerness and the Kent coast. I've got another one on a ca- uh, somewhere else following along the promenade, and I'm trying to get one at Whole Haven at the moment, but... Uh, I haven't succeeded just yet. That's the thing. I mean, we have got uh, water pretty much on on three sides of of where we are. We are at the very easterly point of the island. Um, So it's not just the traffic, as you say, that's going up and down the the river. Um, I mean, do you use radar and... uh, We do have radar. uh, uh, Satellite imagery or whatever. I'm not sure what you use. uh, We have radar, which... uh, overrides onto an average chart and then we have an AIS system, automatic identification system. Most commercial vessels broadcast who they are, where they are, speed, etc. Um, and that, that's overlaid on that. We also have that free AIS system. Um, we have three radios. We have Channel 65 where if any of the people want to have a radio check, AIS check, um, we will do that. We broadcast the local weather twice a day and an opening closing statement on the station. We have uh, another radio which is called the listening radio, Channel 16, so all vessels listen to Channel 16. If you want to call, vessel A wants to call vessel B, it'll call you up on 16 and then they will say we'll go to another channel, you can't block it. Because if there's a Pan Pan or a May Day, it will be on Channel 16 that everyone will hear. And then the other radio we've got is Channel Zero, which is the search and rescue dedicated channel. Now, I mentioned the, the, the mud flats that are stretching far out in front of us 
and we know around like Leon Sea that the sort of the actual channels are quite deep, they're quite narrow. There's mud banks, sandbanks all around uh, the, the this part of the coast. Do, do boats regularly miscalculate and, and get stranded? Most of the boats around here um, are, who are experienced and have the right qualifications, they're not a problem. It's the person that decides to um, uh, buy a boat doesn't take any lessons goes out and then uh, and also on a spring tide uh, the whole of this grass in front of us will be covered as well you can't see any of the banks and sometimes you get the odd jet skier come flying around here doesn't know that's uh, it's not uh, open sea there and people go for walks sometimes they just uh, walk out on the mud uh, i mean i know what time high tide is so um if they were going out and i know high tide is going to be in about half an hour we'd try and communicate with them to, you don't go too far because you might not uh, you might need assistance coming back the station is manned entirely by volunteers there's three of you here at the moment how, how big is the team we have at the moment 39 people um and are they all from canby uh, no uh, the furthest one away is um shenfield so he, he comes and does a full day it's not worth him coming here for four hours and then going home again so yeah. he, he does a full day um, but we always need volunteers, especially for weekend. We need some weekend warriors. Uh, we don't do um, at nights because we can't see anyway, unless there's something very extraordinary that would ask us to come and man it at night. We uh, normally go 8 till 12 the first watch and 12 till 4 for the second watch, and then during the summer uh, we hope to do uh, more dog, the dog watches going up until dusk, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, it's it's not so much the commercial vessels; it's the people that you know, the person that's on the jet ski that doesn't know what they're doing, or etc., or mm-hmm. the person that's on the inflatable that's now three miles out, or the swimmer that thought they could swim over to that boy over there and can't make it back. Very deceptive uh, the the uh, distances involved. So, what was it that got you involved then with the the National Coast Watch? I mean, have you got a, a background in maritime? I joined the Navy when I was 15, Royal Navy, I had fleet air arm, uh, and then uh, I only did it nine years, uh, a while ago, so I had an interest in, in this sort of thing. And then uh, when I retired, I, a friend of mine I met on a Naval and Military History Group, and he said, I'm at the uh, station, um, would you like to come and join? So I thought, oh, well, I'll come four hours a week, that's no problem. And then four and a half years later, I'm the station manager, <laughs> which is not four hours a week. <laughs> I suspect not. And sort of working with, with colleagues around the, the coast then, I mean, that is, that's a lot of volunteering hours that, that are taken up, keeping a watch, keeping everybody safe. Yes, uh, na- uh, nationally, um, uh, there is, if you go on to our National Coast Watch NCI uh, website, they will tell you how many, how many man hours so far, how many, inter- I think we had nationally we had 44 incidents up to today nationally but it will tell you how many were last year or the year before etc etc um, and uh, tell you what we do if you want to volunteer how to volunteer and if you want to donate how to donate i suspect keeping a, a station like this running seven days a week 24 hours a day almost is quite costly because the cameras are running all the time although you know the visual watches uh, are only during the day yeah. We've talked about you respond to incidences in terms of calling it in. I mean, what kind of incidences, um, I mean, sort of what was the latest incident perhaps that you had here at the uh, at the station on Canby? The last incident, uh, we, we've really more monitoring th- uh, incident. We were called up by the um, Coast Guard based at the um, flood barrier and said, could we keep a lookout for a canal barge, which I won't name, which was coming down. It was heading towards the Blackwater, um, 
uh, it had no ra no radio, no VHS radio, no um, uh, AIS systems, so very little communication, and they were very concerned for its safety. And then we got told that they'd run aground at Blythe Sands, and that they um, had to get the owner license to come and pull it off and take it to our old National Coast Watch station at Hullhaven, and they were told to um, stay there till the morning. And then uh, we were asked to stand down, and a little while later we saw it come past us, and so we had to report it. The uh, concerns were passed on to um, uh, Solent Coast Guard, because Dover Coast Guard sometimes can get very busy. Yes, it were very busy uh, in the English Channel, of course. The sight of a canal boat out on the essentially the high waters of the, the Thames Estuary. Oh, yes, That's yeah. quite unusual then. Yes, yes, going out, uh, spe- yeah, any round here, yep. I mean, we might see the, the occasional Thames barge, but nothing, uh, I've never seen a canal boat on here, especially <laughs> it's going towards open sea. And I spotted it the next day, uh, beached up by the South End Pier, so I, I don't know what it did after that. So. <laughs> you never know, it might well still be there, who knows. Um, well, well, Graham, thank you very much for, for inviting me down here. You mentioned the website uh, for anybody who's perhaps interested in, in volunteering. Are you looking for volunteers? Well, yes, we are looking for volunteers, um, especially when we get very busy during the summer. We try to go to three watches, so um, and especially we're, we're interested in weekend people that get a chance and would love to volunteer but can only do weekends that would be ideal yeah. and we train them up there is a, there is an exam but it's a verbal one and you learn at your own pace there is no pressure for you to do it in such and such time and presumably um a good pair of eyes <laughs> a good pair of eyes are needed yes and uh, all the your, everything you need to know you'll be taught and at a pace that you like well, Graham, thank you ever so much for inviting me down here uh, to the uh, National Coast Watch Institution uh, station on Canvey Island. Uh, thank you very much. You're very welcome. I'm very pleased to have met you. More and more of you are listening to the podcast, so if you've just discovered it, uh, don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcast app so that you don't miss a future episode. And until that next episode, thanks very much for listening. <laughs>